Hi, and welcome to Eat My Words, a twice-monthly Arizona Highways podcast that celebrates Arizona's unique culinary culture. I'm your host, Kelly Vaughn. On this episode of Eat My Words, I'm pleased to introduce Jennifer Caraway of The Joy Bus, a nonprofit organization based in Phoenix that provides free, chef-inspired meals to homebound cancer patients. Jennifer, welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Well, thanks for joining me. I'm curious about the history of The Joy Bus. I know that it was named for a friend of yours who had cancer, and, and that was kind of the inspiration for the entire program. What can you tell us about the history? Yeah, um, so as you mentioned, it was named in honor of my friend Joy, um, who unfortunately passed away in February of 2012 from ovarian cancer. And when she became ill, I just started making little treats for her to show her how much I cared about her. And then on days that I couldn't be there, I tried to look for a company or service, something that did something similar so that I could stoke her out while I wasn't around. Uh, When I couldn't find anything, I decided to create the Joy Bus to help other cancer patients in the Valley that maybe didn't have the same support system that Joy had. She didn't need, she didn't need me to come by, you know, it was more of like a treat. And so I just, I just wanted to make other people's day a little bit brighter and just treat them with some really good food and some friendly companionship. So obviously that's a huge undertaking. I mean, just from planning meals and figuring out logistics and all of that. I mean, did you do it on your own for a while or did you have some help from the get-go? Um, you know, I, I initially it was a one woman show with two children. <laughs> so my kids played a huge role in helping deliver the meals. And for the first year, um, I had two people with cancer that we were servicing. One was in Buckeye and one was in Mesa. So it was obviously like on opposite sides of the state. Right. <laughs> um, but then um, NCL signed up, which is a woman and a mother and daughter charity team. And so they started coming to my house every week and helping me deliver the meals. And it was that collaboration that actually gave us the ability to grow. We wouldn't have been able to do it if it was just me and my two little children driving from Buckeye to Mesa every week. So I'm super thankful that they decided to find us and help us expand because we, we, like I mentioned, we wouldn't have been able to grow without their support. And, And you have expanded quite a bit. Do you have an estimate today as to how many patients you've served over the years? Yeah, um, as of, I think as of four months ago, we had made over 10,000 home visits. Amazing. That's crazy. That's beautiful. And then, of course, you also, you know, in the meantime, established the Joy Bus Diner, which is located on Shea Boulevard, just east of the, of the 51 freeway. Tell me about how you developed the diner and, and the idea behind it. Yeah, so I'm a masochist. So <laughs> I, decided I wasn't busy enough, so let's create a restaurant. Um, well, I we were growing. There was such a need for what we were doing, and I was doing it all in my home kitchen. And we got to a point to where I didn't have any more counter space to prepare the meals. So I proposed to the board that we create a restaurant, a nonprofit restaurant, because we're going to incur the cost of a lease regardless. You know, we needed a commercial kitchen. So why not open it to the public and have the proceeds fund our mission? They were so not okay with it because running a restaurant is another full-time job. 
but it's my background. It's all I've ever done. So it was, it was a natural progression and it made sense for who we were. And it's, yes, it is a lot more work, but it's given us those four walls to create community. And it's been amazing the way that this neighborhood has taken ownership of our mission. It's so cool. I don't know how it happened, but it, we've created a safe place for people who are going through treatment to come in and cry and laugh and talk about people they've lost to cancer, or someone that they know, their neighbor that's going through treatment. And it's just become such a safe, warm place for people to come and be a part of the community. But it happens so organically. Like I, I don't know how to replicate it, but I'm gonna have to figure it out because we plan on growing. But it just is just such an organic progression that it's it's amazing the way people just step up and want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And the and the Joy Bus board I learned is full of some really wonderful chefs from Arizona and some other really heavy hitters in the food industry. And it seems that they, in turn, are so passionate about the Joy Bus's mission. How do you feel that, you know, some of these big names in Arizona's culinary industry have rallied around the Joy Bus and the concept? Well, I don't think people realize just how generous this industry is. Chefs by nature are just generous humans. They want to make people happy. That's why they're cooking. They want to create beautiful food and make someone's day with their food. So it is because of them as well that we are here. And I'm grateful for those connections because prior to this, um, I owned restaurants, I worked in restaurants, um, I partnered with a lot of these chefs. So it was kind of natural once we opened this to reach out to them to wanna be a part of it. And there's some amazing chefs, like our cookbook, the chefs that are involved in that. I mean, it's, it's very humbling that they want to be a part of our mission. So talk to me about the development of the cookbook, which is really lovely and, you know, brings a lot of the recipes that you're using um, with some of your your patients, um, you know, to the general society. We can create these meals at home now. How did you develop the idea for the cookbook? Um, and do you have any favorite recipes from the book? Um, the idea for the cookbook came because I wanted to try and highlight all of the people that were involved in the mission. Um, because these chefs, I mean, they work tirelessly and with very little thanks. And I wanted to be able to highlight them. And I also wanted a way that we could raise funds without constantly begging everyone in town to support our mission. Um, so it was about a three-year process. I do feel a little bit guilty because there's been so many amazing chefs that have stepped up in that time period that aren't included. And it's not because I don't love them to death. It's just because it was a three year process. Um, and the meals are fantastic that are in there. I mean, we not only have the celebrity Arizona chefs involved, but we also have volunteer recipes. We have diner recipes. You know, as you mentioned, um, the industry is a very generous one, you know, and I think that there's something just inherently beautiful and gracious about this compulsion to feed other people. Um, but I know that that can also take a, a toll, you know, physically, emotionally. How do you nourish yourself? You know, you're around a lot of sadness, I would imagine, with some of these patients. I'm sure you make great friendships as part of this process. How do you heal yourself through food, I guess? 
you know, it's a really good question. And I think I'm still trying to figure that one out because it is. And in the beginning, when I was the one making all the food and doing all the deliveries, it was, it was hard because you do build those relationships. To this point, like some of the patients that we've lost, I'm still very close with their families because you, you build those bonds, those relationships, you're sitting with them, you're feeding them, you're talking. It's, it's really hard to the point to where my daughter once asked me, like, why are you doing something that makes you cry all the time? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to do good. I'm trying to help people. I I don't know if I've figured out how I I, I don't I'm still working on it. <laughs> like we have hospice come in for our staff just because like I mentioned, it is such a welcoming environment. But if I don't know how to handle it, my daughter who's a waitress in here doesn't know how to handle it. So we do have hospice come in regularly and kind of train the staff on what to say and how to handle those uncomfortable situations. So I guess long story short, I don't know <laughs> I'm working on it. And, and your children have been involved from the beginning. Um, how have you seen them grow, you know, both in terms of learning some of the ropes of the restaurant industry and the food service industry, but then also just in terms of human compassion? Um, They're very empathetic humans. I'm super grateful. They are the first person that if somebody drops something to pick it up, they will run to the door to open it before you have to touch it. They're just wonderful, empathetic humans, and I'm so grateful. I was a bit concerned in the beginning because, as I mentioned, my background is all restaurants. And so when they were tiny, they grew up in a restaurant. So we would go out to eat and they'd be like, well, in my restaurant, it's going to look like, I'm like, oh, God, no, no, right. no. <laughs> You're going to go to school and get a normal, boring job and be happy and normal. <laughs> You're not going to do this. Right. <laughs> Obviously, the pandemic is has had a huge impact on the restaurant industry. How did the Joy Bus have to adapt, you know, not only in terms of the diner itself, but then, you know, what challenges did you face in continuing to provide meals to some of the patients? Yeah, I'm I'm very thankful that I know people way smarter than myself who were able to pivot during the pandemic. So when everything was mandated to close, I reached out to one of them and said, are we okay to continue with our patient program? And so I was given a list of 10 things that we needed to do to comply and make sure that our patients would be safe. Because we are, you know, at the end of the day, serving one of the most highly immunocompromised population in the Valley. So we had to be very careful. So we did close our doors to the public and we still are closed. Um, But our patient program has doubled over the pandemic. And we're very, very fortunate that um, the fines and the halls from Banner Hospital and from the Diamondbacks uh, covered our rent for the remainder of the year. So it's like I mentioned, this community has been so kind to us. That's amazing. And I and I know that you have, you know, some community partnerships that are really extraordinary. There's a Joy Bus Rad IPA, which was produced by, was it Four Peaks that did that? Correct. Um, Four Peaks did a, a beer for you. I mean, how, how else has the community supported you? 
Yeah, they just, um, well, a few months ago, released a second one for us. It's the Wow Wheat Ale, which is their number one seller right now. Wow, fantastic. It's so cool. And thank goodness, because I had one around for about three years begging all the local brewers to partner with us. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. And they were like, of course, sure, we're launching next week. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's real. This is so cool. And it's, it is partners like that. And But all the restaurants, we have a different restaurant community partner every month. And they'll pick one item on their menu and donate the proceeds to us throughout that month. And then they will prepare the patient meals the first week of their chosen month. Great. And it's it's just that entrenchment within the community that's been with us since day one that's why we're still here. Fantastic. So how can the community at large now support Joybus? Where can where can they find the cookbook? How can they support you either as volunteers or financially? Um, that's an awesome question because as of yesterday, our cookbook is now available on Amazon. Great. So you can just look for the More Than a Meal, the Joybus community of chefs on Amazon and they'll ship it right to you. Fantastic. Sounds like legit, huh? <laughs> You're official now. <laughs> yeah. But there is a lot of local retailers like AJ's and Nirvana and Stinkweeds that carry it as well and Changing Hands. There's a bunch of local retailers. If they just go to our website, um, thejoybus.charity, it'll show all the local retailers that carry it as well. Fantastic. So how do you see Joybus growing over the next year or the next three years or the next five years? Do you have kind of a pie-in-the-sky five-year plan? Um, well, initially, the idea was to open this and build a strong template, and then every year after that to open additional locations, um, like sort of like a franchise operation. But unfortunately, seeing as we're a nonprofit, people with money don't usually want to dump it into something that there's no return on their investment <laughs> because there's no profit. So um, we had to pivot a little bit, and so our idea now is we're working on building a larger location with a larger kitchen so that we can help more patients and possibly put in an organic pantry so that anyone with cancer in the valley can come and fill up a grocery bag with free organic vegetables every day if they'd like. But there's there's a huge need for what we're doing, so we need to figure out sooner or later how to expand to help more need. And what is the best way for patients or their families to reach out if they're interested in having meals delivered? Well, all of the case managers at the local hospitals have our client intake form. Great. So they need to talk to their case manager and they'll fill out the paperwork for them. Or they can just go to our website and there's a link that says refer a client and we'll respond near immediately and get them set up. And it just takes a couple days to get them in our system and set up. And then on Wednesday or Thursday, they'll get a visit from a super rad, compassionate volunteer with a bag of beautiful food. Awesome. Jennifer, what do you most want our listeners to know about the Joy Bus and its mission? That humans are rad. Like you start to get like a chip on your shoulder thinking everybody's out for themselves. But when you're in our environment, you see so many selfless people who care about something much bigger than themselves. That's it's very refreshing. We're very lucky. That seems to me like a pretty perfect bite to wrap up today. Jennifer, thank you so, so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for your time. Awesome. Don't want to miss an episode? Be sure to subscribe. For more information about the Joy Bus, visit thejoybusdiner.com. For more information about Arizona Highways, visit arizonahighways.com. Until next time, 
eat my words. <laughs>